The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. Years ago, we was at a Civil War battlefield on a school field trip. And the ranger was explaining some of the things about the battle, what happened. As we walked down the street, he was explaining so-and-so lived here at that time, and then somebody else lived here. And he got to one house, and he talked about his wife, who had like six kids or seven kids, something like that. And her husband was fighting nearby. And he got killed. And then he was talking about another person in the battle who was fighting. She married within two or three months. And we asked the question, why was that? Why would she get married like that just three months later? And he said at that time, they depended on each other. A man and a woman, a husband and a wife, couldn't do what they needed to do without the husband, nor could they do without the wife. We've lost something in the family unit independence that Satan's brought into the world and the culture, and we can't escape it. It's very difficult because everything is structured with a certain independence. And that independence, especially for women, is causing many, many problems. There was also another story where there were so many women lacking in California 
when all the men were going there for the gold rush and all the opportunities, that a European had loaded up a whole ship of women, sailed all the way around California from Europe. And what they did when they landed, they had the women walking down the plank and men lined up and whoever they met, they married. Suppose I got an ugly one. That's not what they were looking for. They had to have a helpmate and a provider. God made it so. And one of the amazing parts of that story is almost all the marriages were successful. They didn't even know the person, and yet the fundamentals of what brings people together is working together. You can't raise a family with just a husband. You can't raise a family with just the wife. The culture we live in is anti-marriage, anti-family. The makeup of the culture has the wind blowing in the family's face to divide them. Yvonne gave a talk about these things and how the world's against it. And being occupied with so many things, the family, because of these things, are without God. And his talk is related to so many women in the workforce instead of in the family. So this was Yvonne's testimony at St. James Church in a talk in 2013. Today, more than ever, today's world, today's mankind, is going through a difficult crisis, and the greatest crisis is the distance from God. Dear children, today's world, today's mankind, desires to walk towards the future without God. Dear children, prayer nowadays is gone from your families, and the family members of the families do not have time for each other anymore. Parents do not have time for children. Children do not have time for their parents. The father does not have time for the mother, and the mother does not have time for the father either. Love is gone from our families. There is no more fidelity in the marriage anymore. Morality is falling apart. There are so many broken and tired families. There are so many abortions. The dignity of the unborn is destroyed. The mother has come to us. She desires to call us all, to put God in the first place in our lives. Today's world is in need of a spiritual healing. Today's world is spiritually sick. In this time that we live in, that we live often, we can see on TV, on the radio, or we read in the papers everyone is talking about crisis, about economic crisis, about recession. The world today is not in an economic recession only. Today's world, today's society, is in a spiritual crisis because every spiritual recession produces, generates, every other kind of crisis. And our mother has come to us, and she desires to lift this sinful mankind up. She is worried about our salvation, and she says, Dear children, I am with you. Yvonne said something very profound in this talk. He said, Today's world, today's society, is in a spiritual crisis because every spiritual recession, which is an amazing verbiage, spiritual recession, we think about financial recessions. 
Where does that come from? He's saying every spiritual recession produces, generates every other kind of crisis. So even a financial recession comes from a spiritual recession. Because if we live spiritually in the right way, we won't have these things that fall upon us. Money today is a problem in the family. Northwestern Mutual in 2018 did a planning and progress study. They surveyed 2,000 adults and found that 41% said financial anxiety impacts the relationship with the spouse. We already know that, but it's good to hear the facts about it. You follow that up with the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers. They state, quote, by an almost two-to-one margin, lawyers polled by the Academy said that they typically only see a decline in the number of divorces during national economic downturns. So how do we interpret this? Because we just quoted 41% said financial anxiety impacts the relationship of a spouse. I told you the story about the Civil War wife, but they were in an agrarian system. They weren't in the system we're in now, financial and stocks and all these things. So what the lawyers are talking about, the divorces decline when the economy goes down because they need each other more. In 2012, Bookings Institute reported, in contrast to men... American women have experienced large labor market gains during the past four years. As women have gained more economic control over their lives, they've been more offered more choices than they've had in a few decades ago. Opportunities in the workplace have allowed women to become more financially independent, making marriage less of an economic necessity. Almost half of women have independent earnings than 40 years ago. And we praise that, and the culture praise it, they applaud it, but it's not good. Forbes magazine reports January 13th, 2020, women now hold more jobs than men in the United States workforce. It says, quote, buried deep in U.S. governments, December job reports was an interesting piece of data. Women hold more jobs than men occupying just over 50% of the positions. Is that good for the family? Not according to what Yvonne says. The moms don't have time for family. Why? Because the culture is pulling them out of the houses, out of motherhood, and materialism and modernism fuels that. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, there are now 109,000 more women working than men. It's believed by experts that the trend will continue in more momentum as the numbers of working women increases, while the amount of men in the workforce declines. That's a reversal of roles, a provider. Is this going to be good for future? No. Well, some might say, well, I have to do this. We want to do this. I want to prefer that. Well, go ahead and do that. Destroy the family. It's not your role. Am I condemning everybody's working? No, because we've been forced into a situation, mainly in lack of prayer, which gives foresight and wisdom that keeps us from identifying what causes a lot of our problems. Are they here with our messages to clarify these things? Mark Zandi, the chief economist of Moody, said women are now the majority of the workforce and there's no looking back. I think that used to be a country song. 
the woman living her life, and she's not looking back. Zandi added, women are going to increasingly dominate the labor market. Our lady said, January 25th, 2020, there must be holiness in the families because there is no future for the world without love and holiness. The hold of the culture is so strong that nobody has the ability to break away from it. When I started what I did in my business and then went to Medjugorje and started looking at everything, there were things I had already put in place for to be ready for Alewa Sin in Medjugorje. Staying out of debt, build a system, and it wasn't as easy because I wanted to get as far as in cash as possible, which meant I had to make a living with the culture as it was. At the same time, back out of it. Buy a plot of land. Don't go to the banks. Don't let them own you. Don't let them dictate everything to you. And many people are stuck today. Chris Hogan is a financial advisor. He has a blog. He does things and give people advice. He wrote an article called, Are You Stuck Financially? The greater majority of people would say, yes, you can't stop. He says, the Bible is my go-to place for direction in my life. It's also the best place to learn how to handle money. So what does the Bible say about retirement planning and savings? He answers the question by saying, while it doesn't talk about investment strategies or 401ks, the Bible does stress planning for the future. He continues, he says, Proverbs doesn't just talk about money, it also talks about retirement. And believe it or not, it uses ants as a lesson to teach us about saving for the future. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 8 says, go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which have no captain, overseer, or ruler. Provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. One final word from the financial advisor, Chris, he says, food won't be around in the winter, so ants gather it before. They plan for the future. Just like an ant, you need to put aside money rather than waiting until you're 60 to start savings, which is the best option. I agree with everything he says except putting money aside. Make your money work for you now, not to the stock market. If you're stuck financially, what can you do? There are steps that would be viewed by many, many people that would be very painful. Painful because you have to change the direction of your life. And he's told us that. On February 19, 2020, the First National Bank of Omaha showed that nearly half of adults expect to be living paycheck to paycheck this year. Their 2020 financial plan survey, which studied Americans' financial plans, expectations, and goals for the year ahead, found the following. 53% of the U.S. adults do not have an emergency fund that covers at least three months' expenses. How do you fix that? You got to go paycheck to paycheck? You're that thin? Do you want to take a path of pain to get rid of that and change that? You can do that. 
It continues, 49% of U.S. adults say they expect to be living paychecks to paychecks in 2020. Yet, 91% say better money habits is a goal for 2020. 83% say they plan to keep and stick to a monthly budget. How's that going to work if you're going paycheck to paycheck? 37% say they will not be saving for retirement. 26% have a financial advisor. And I don't recommend that. And the first time I heard Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors ever, said, you manage your own money. You don't need an advisor. You know more about yourself and what you can do than what they do. He manages his own money. In regard to all these stats and the percentage of people living paycheck to paycheck, our lady gives us message April 25th, 2005. By prayer and reading of sacred scriptures, may the Holy Spirit, who will renew you, enter into your families. That was a story about Proverbs when the scripture says, Consider her ways and be wise, speaking of the ants. And her words continue. In this way, speaking about the Holy Spirit renewing you and entering into your family, in this way, you will become teachers of the faith in your family. What faith? What you get from the sacred scriptures? What does it show you? She continues in the next sentence and explains it to us. By prayer and your love, the world was set out on a better way. So if you're going from paycheck to paycheck, you're not making strides to get independent, not of each other, husband and wife, or family independence with each other, but dependent on the culture. You have to change your situation. If you got a big house payment and a big house and it's eight hundred dollars or a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars a month and you're paycheck to paycheck or even you're spending that kind of money, those who get ahead sacrifice. We bought a trailer and you know what we did? We slept in that. And if we borrowed money from the bank and had a nice fancy house and a huge mortgage, we'd be sleeping in that. You know what we do in that mortgage house? We would be in the house working for the house. and that trailer, we'd be living and setting up our future. And that's what I did for eight years. You can do that. Why do you want big mortgages, big houses, when you get the same thing out of a trailer? You say, oh, I don't want to live in a trailer. Well, then don't. Just continue with paycheck to paycheck. What set us up is we moved in there and we had our children in it. We bought land. And we began to build our house over an eight-year period. Many of you know that story. A lady blessed our house by her presence because she evidently was in agreement with the path I was walking. I didn't mortgage my soul. I didn't become a slave. There's so many things you can do and you have to do for the future and your retirement is just what one tomato plant can teach you on a variety of many other things. Let's just take the one tomato plant. We plant it. You grow it up. You have tomatoes. You pull it off. You don't have to have cash. And if you're producing your food this way, which is a holy way, what we're ordained to do, we result in less need for cash. Plus, you don't even pay taxes on that. So you don't have to have income to buy more food and then more sales taxes going to grocery stores and all this, can you be totally independent? 
No, but you can do a lot of things for a whole year, putting up tomatoes like we do. Buy our labor. And that puts the moms in the kitchen and the kids around them and the joy, a whole way of life. And it unites us. And you can do this with your family. And many people have to start this now because we do not have a financial future. Even if you have a lot of money, we don't have financial security for the future because it is not of God. You know what I'm going to say now because the lady said Everything is passing. Everything is falling apart. Only the glory of God remains. You need a system. You need to change something in your life. The moms out there working, I was just told recently where a child cared that they were paying $30,000 for one child for a year. And some people in this child safe center has two kids in it. By the time the mother's out there working and she's doing all these things and buying clothes, she's not getting ahead. This is stupid. $30,000, but I wouldn't do 10000 or 5000 A lot of this is escape. A lot of this is a lack of prayer. A lot of this is lack of reading sacred scriptures. So all these statistics may be born in some ways. I know many people out there have set their life pattern and they can't change it around. But you can come to a fullness in life to change things. Century Silver handles the one-ounce civil pieces the America's merging around. That's part of this system because you can't go buy land tomorrow. But you should cash out everything you can and preserve it so you won't lose it because these are bankers giving these statistics. And it's the dead end. So you have to act immediately. And Century Silver hears from people from all over across the world. And there's many stories that comes from that. Is this one you're about to hear? We've been sitting here in the studio today kind of with our jaw dropped wide open throughout the entire broadcast because what you've been saying today is almost exactly the conversation that we had with a woman yesterday by phone. A woman called and said she was interested in committing some money to the Miraculous Metal Medjugorje Rounds. And through conversation, we found out that her and her husband are engaged in the following Number one, they're selling their big house so they can downsize. With the money that they make from that sale, they're going to buy a piece of land. They want to plant a garden. They want to do canning. They've got five kids from ages something like 5 to 18 or 20. And the last kind of puzzle piece in that is they want to put the rest of their excess money in silver. So exactly all the concepts and principles that you've been talking about right now on the broadcast, or like I said, almost exactly what our conversation was with this woman yesterday. The big question that she asked, or maybe not the not the biggest question, but a question that she asked and a lot of people are asking when they call is, hey, just how much should I do right now? I've got excess money, but I've also got some bills. I've got some things I'm not sure about. So to just give you a concrete example of this woman's kind of thought process and how we spoke to her, they were looking at doing 7000 She had 10000 She said, I've got ten. I, th- I was thinking about doing seven. What should I do? And our response, you know, typically is, hey, we can't tell you exactly what to do with your money, but what we can tell you is what other people do, that you can commit all of it now, but really what you need to do is just pray, make a firm decision based on that prayer, and then forget about it. Don't worry about what the price of silver is going to do two weeks from now or what it was two weeks ago, 
or how much money you might make or save on paper based on the silver price. And within two seconds of saying that to her, she said, that's it, I'm doing all 10000 It was already in her heart, it was already in her prayer that they needed to do this and they needed to do it now. And it's not about the silver price moving up and down 10 cents here and there, or even 50 cents or even a dollar one way or the other. People are more and more feeling moved to do exactly what you've been saying. And actually, I asked her, I said, it sounds like you've been listening to Radio Wave Medianomics. And she said, oh, yes, we listen all the time. Basically, that's exactly why they're doing what they're doing, because they've been following your broadcast. They've been reading their, their Kiritas supporters. And now they're right at that point where they're making that switch. As you mentioned just a second ago, they're of that age group and in a financial position where they can make that break from the style of life that they've been living for so long, just going with the crowd and moving as everybody else has moved. But they're making the plunge. You know, when we started about 10 years ago, I remember a lady called and said that they live in California. they got a beautiful house over the ocean on the coast, some place like Malibu. The house is like ten or 12,000 square feet. It's just her and her husband. He's a doctor making like $400,000 a year. And she listened to several podcasts. She started realizing how stupid this was because they weren't saving any money. They were spending all the money because they're going paycheck to paycheck. When you say paycheck to paycheck, that doesn't mean I'm barely making it. It's meaning I'm spending everything. How many times have you heard these football players get drafted into the NFL and they get two, three million dollars a year? And many of them go buy two or three or four houses. We had one in Birmingham. I don't remember his name. He was professional. And he went bankrupt, making that kind of money. It's not really important whether you're making $400,000 a year, $2 million a year, or only $30,000 a year. If you're making $30,000 a year, you can downsize things. You can move into a trailer. Don't be ashamed of that. I was never ashamed of it. I end up... Birth a beautiful house, never have a mortgage on it. And we've had people from all over the world come into our house because of a lady. Because my ways were biblical. Don't go borrow money for that. When God provides the money, then you add more onto your house. You say, well, it'll be a sacrifice to live in a trailer. No, it's a sacrifice to live in a modern house and have everything you want in it. And you're paying everything to a mortgage. What do you feel when we go to an economic crash? You have nothing. The bank has your house. You don't own anything. You're renters. And your landlord is the bankers. And they're tyrants because you're not just paying for the house. You're paying for the banks in the house. It's not wisdom. It's not smart. It's not the wise way to go. I thank God that when I was in my late teens... And in my early 20s, when we got married, that we never thought about getting ourselves in debt. I would never be behind this mic or writing and books and doing things and going to Medjugorje. I would not be free to do these things. I would have had to stay working. Yes, I'm blessed, but I'm blessed because I made decisions of sacrifice that was voluntary rather than be forced to be sacrificing. This is the moment. This is the time Our Lady said, use your time well, so that it would go well for you. This doctor and his wife, they downsized. The wife was writing to us. When they sold the house and how much cash they had left over, they couldn't believe it. I remember asking her about that. Why did you never do this before? She said, we just didn't think about that. 
Why? Because they're glued to the neighbors and do what everybody else is doing. They're pulled with the tsunami of the culture. This is what you're supposed to do. If you're making $30,000 a year, you can still put some things in silver. You can get a used trailer, and you'll be better off in your retirement than many of the people out there. I'd like to close with contact information for Century Silver, but just to touch on a point you made earlier, I read a quote a short while ago that said, a banker is a fellow who lends you his umbrella when the sun is shining, but asks for it back when it starts to rain. Very good. See, we don't have to have an hour-long show or even 30 minutes or whatever. That says everything. Repeat that. You out there listening, memorize this, because this is exactly what we're talking about. A banker is a fellow who lends you his umbrella when the sun is shining, but asks for it back when it starts to rain. So to echo what you said earlier, do you want to be holding an umbrella that you own, or do you want to be holding somebody else's umbrella? Because it's going to rain, and there's going to be storms, and you're going to need your umbrella. And it might be nice when it's a trailer. Well, storms blow trailers over. That's a myth in some ways, because you can have them tied down. So don't be scared about that. To contact Century Silver Exchange, you can call us toll-free at 877-936-7686. That's 877-936-7686. You can also visit CenturySilver.com or email us at info at CenturySilver.com. And of course, Century Silver Exchange is a for-profit subsidiary of Caritas of Birmingham. It bears its own expenses and pays income taxes on its income. If there is any income left over at year-end, it may make a dividend donation to Caritas to further its mission efforts. After listening to this, many people can be depressed when I'm too far down. I've done this. I've gone this way. I've made bad financial decisions. Our lady says September 25th, 2018. Also, you, by my coming, have received an abundance of gifts and fruits. That's a green word, fruits. Little children, how much you have answered to my call. God knows I am calling you. It is not late. Decide for holiness and life with God in grace and in peace. God will bless you and give you a hundredfold if you trust him. Well, if you've seen the scriptures, where they said earlier in the message, go to sacred scriptures. The wheat dies and produces a hundredfold. You die to the culture and its paths and its ways and its debts and its paycheck to paycheck, and you make a plan, a decisive plan that can change your situation and live a better way, as our lady said also in the message which was the April 25th, 2005 message where she ended saying, By prayer and your love, the world was set out on a better way. And the world that you know is the world that goes around you every day, your family, your surroundings, where you go. That's your world. And it's up to you to change it. Don't put money in a 401k and expect to get it 30 years from now. Put it in silver now. And then if you find your part of land, then turn it into land because that's the number one goal. But the first step is do something immediately. Live where your paycheck has a little money left over and you can put that away in the miraculous rounds. 
Everything's in the messages. Our Lady said many times, be ready. I think it's important for you to re-listen to this broadcast to learn these lessons because they have been lived in a way that when I went to Medjugorje, I was ready to accept what Our Lady asked me to do. And I never looked back. I didn't have to because I set myself up where I didn't need a lot because I had my house. I had my land. And I'm not saying that in a bragging way. I'm saying that as a witness. That's what I told me. She was able to say, you be a witness with your life. And I recommend you to follow that path because it's in line with the messages before I even heard them. I had them in my heart. And that's why I can speak with authority about them. So we'll be praying for you to evaluate everything, to look at your future where you're going, and where you don't want to go to. Those decisions determine the future today. We wish you a lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. How do you protect your assets from the war on cash? Some financial experts recommend moving a meaningful portion of your cash or paper investments, such as a 401k or retirement account, into precious metals. Century Silver Exchange is a company that helps people exchange their paper dollars for .999 pure silver in the miraculous metal Medjugorje round, a one troy ounce silver piece. You may contact Century Silver Exchange by calling 1-877-936-7686. That's 1-877-936-7686. What do some experts say is a meaningful portion? Enough that it will make a difference to you if you need it. A meaningful portion may mean different things to different people. By what you have just heard, do you really want your money to stay in the bank and to continue saving in the same way? Or do you want to start saving in metals? Each person must do their own research and make their own decision as to whether to purchase precious metals and how much to purchase. Again, to contact Century Silver Exchange about the .999 Pure Silver Miraculous Metal Medjugorje Round, 
you may call 1-877-936-7686. Caritas of Birmingham has a spiritual mission. Our spiritual mission is first to witness Our Lady's way by helping to spread Our Lady's messages around the world, and second to work for the conversion and salvation of the world. We believe the miraculous medal Medjugorje Round helps accomplish this mission. In order to allow the ordering, payment, and distribution of the miraculous medal Medjugorje Round to be managed with the highest possible integrity, transparency, and service, Caritas of Birmingham decided to form Century Silver Exchange, Inc., a separate, for-profit subsidiary owned entirely by Caritas of Birmingham. Century Silver Exchange, Inc. contracts with a private mint not owned directly or indirectly by Caritas of Birmingham to produce miraculous metal Medjugorje rounds. Upon placement and payment of an order with Century Silver Exchange, Inc., this independent mint will produce and deliver the rounds. Neither Century Silver Exchange nor Caritas of Birmingham will handle the production or delivery of the rounds. No inventory of Miraculous Metal Medjugorje rounds will be maintained by Century Silver Exchange, Inc. Century Silver Exchange, Inc. bears its own expenses and will pay any income tax due on any earnings. At the end of each year, Century Silver Exchange, Inc. will make a dividend distribution to Caritas of Birmingham of any remaining earnings, which Caritas of Birmingham intends to use to further the mission of Caritas of Birmingham. Information contained within this audio recording is for general educational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. Neither the presenter nor the broadcaster provides legal advice, tax advice, retirement-specific recommendations, or takes into account each individual's particular circumstances. Your investment and retirement needs may be different. Any sources provided by the presenter or the broadcaster are provided solely for informational purposes. Such resources are provided with the understanding that each individual is responsible for doing his own independent research regarding any decisions he makes about purchasing precious metals. Moreover, information included in any resources may have already been changed by recent events and must be verified elsewhere before choosing to act on it. Precious metals may appreciate, depreciate, or stay the same depending on a variety of factors. Neither the presenter nor the broadcaster can guarantee and neither one makes any representation that the precious metals will appreciate.